Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 100. And 10. We are just cranking through these episodes. Uh, I can't encourage you enough to uh, go back and listen to some other episodes. If uh, if you're just if you're just new here uh, to the podcast, one, I just want to say welcome. So glad you're here. Maybe you're just checking it in. Maybe you saw, checking it out. Maybe you saw an Instagram post or whatever. Even though I'm not great at it. Um, but if you're just checking it out, there are a lot of episodes here. And, uh, and what's really cool is you can literally just go in and you can see the passage. I have it in the description. And maybe read the passage and go, I feel like I, I want to learn a little, bit about, a little bit more about that passage. Um, literally what I do here on the front porch is I take a passage, I kind of sit with it, work through it, and work through it, and work through it, and then at some point just kind of write down some notes, some things that I've been working through, thinking through. And then I dump them on this podcast. And so uh, for some of you, you might be kind of searching through trying to figure out uh, something that's going on in your life. And, and you can look into all those different podcasts and see the different passages, look at the passage, and maybe you can do a little deeper dive. But that might be a really great way to uh, continue to engage, uh, not just with the podcast, but more importantly, with scripture and the things that God is trying to help us learn together. What I love is this. This is not just me. Yes, this is me working through a passage and thinking through it. These are my thoughts, but these are thoughts that God is given to a lot of us, right? Um, and this is just me kind of articulating what I'm going through. But my question is, what are you going through? As you listen to these, as you read these passages, what is it that you're thinking? Like, it's really cool. I'd love to hear about it. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram, Front Porch Confessional on Instagram, or you can just hit me up on my personal one, Jeff Goki. Love to hear. Maybe there's a passage that you're like, hey, I would love uh, to go a little deeper on this podcast. I would love to work through it here on the front porch, put it on the podcast here. But glad you're here. Thank you so much for those of you who continue to listen, subscribe, and send off to your friends and family. Really, really appreciate that support. And then for those of you who continue to donate on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash front porch confessional, truly, truly appreciate it. And, um, and then for those of you, some of you, you know, you're like, ah, I don't like the Patreon thing, but I'd like to send you a check. So thank you so much. Uh, that goes right into all of this and helping this continue to happen. Uh, so I just want to say thank you. I really, truly, uh, am grateful for those of you who have continued to, uh, come alongside of this podcast financially. This passage, I got I sat with this passage and went over it and over it. I took a bunch of notes. I just, I was trying to, I was having a hard time kind of finding some cohesion in it. Um, and so uh, I, I hope as I, I kind of work through this passage that we learn and grow. I, this is one of those passages I think you can pull out a lot, but this is my, my uh, kind of sitting here and trying to work out what is it that you're trying to help me understand. Uh, and the passage is this, Micah 7, 7. Sorry, one more thing. Before I go into this passage, I got to let you know, I've been studying uh, through the minor prophets. So if you uh, go in your Bible, basically go to the New Testament, start turning left, and you'll start seeing all the minor prophets. Um, so I've been going through the minor prophets, um, and it's it's been really, really interesting. Most of them are, uh, uh, these prophets are, 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 are having a prophetic 
people were during captivity and through really hard times when the people have abandoned God. And so they're bringing a word to the people from God. But Micah 7, 7 says this, but as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for, for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. I'll read it again. Micah 7, 7. But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for God, for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Um, I think it was like probably my second trip to India. And my second trip to India, we would fly uh, to Chennai. Chennai's in southern India, almost, uh, it's, I mean, literally on the southern tip of India. And it's a large city there. And we would fly out of Chennai. And, and Chennai was kind of an awful airport to fly out of. We had to get there way early. They, they said, leave at least, you know, kind of 10 hours, crazy, before you got to your gate. And we always thought that was crazy until it took us eight hours to actually get to our gate or nine hours. And you're like, wow, we only had an hour to spare. That could have gone bad. But what had happened is when we're in the line, right? When we're in the, the, the line to go into the airport, what would happen is we'd all kind of get lackadaisical and kind of chill, you know, because it's, you know, we're waiting to go in and it's packed and they got to look over our documentation. It's kind of nuts. And what would inevitably happen was we kind of get um, kind of chill and relaxed. And then all of a sudden we would start seeing these people cutting us in line. And we're like, what is going on here? Like, and, and we were like, this is, this isn't right. We can't do this. And then we would try to like, kind of put up like guitar cases and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And we kind of pay attention. And then we, you know, kind of get bored and get a little lackadaisical. And then all of a sudden they would cut in a line again. And we were kind of losing our minds every time that we would get distracted. They would cut in line. And, and what was happening when they were cutting in line in the immigration line, it was making our journey to our end destination longer, right? Because what would happen is we kind of let our guard down and then they would cut. So eventually what we did is we just took guitar cases and we crossed them over in the line and we just would go on rotations and get people to like watch the line so nobody would cut it, right? Uh, as I reflected on this particular passage, I couldn't help thinking um, about distraction, I couldn't help think about how I'm so distracted and I see in this passage a lot of intentionality. There seems to be a lot of direction, a lot of intentionality. He's zoned in around the people and all that God has told me and says, hey, this is what you, I want you to know about me. I'm going to look to the Lord. I'm going to wait for the God of my salvation personalizes it. My God will hear me. And it seems to me in this moment so focused. And as I look at this passage, there seems to me to be some clues on how we can come to the Lord undistracted. And the first one starts off where he says this, I look to the Lord. I look to the Lord. A lot of what I'm doing here on the front porch, and if you've been listening for any period of time, is I'm watching. I'm slowing down and I'm watching. Watching the birds, watching the leaves move in the wind. I watch the bees, the flowers, the mountains, the sun, 
the stars, the planets, the clouds, and I could go on and on and on. And as I watch, I see the Lord. Now, this has not always been true of me. If you've known me for any period of time, and some of you have, you'll know this is new. I have been so busy for so much of my life. I've never really slowed down. But as I have slowed down, I watch and I see God in all that he is doing in creation. Then I go throughout my day and observing all he's doing. It's like what I'm preparing here on the front porch is what I'm preparing for what I need to go into throughout the week. Scripture provides so many examples of watching. Like, you know, in Matthew 6, this is like the perfect passage. It's all about anxiety about being distracted, literally what that word means. And he go, he's going like this. Jesus is going, look to the birds. Look to the flowers. Have you ever looked at the birds? Have you ever looked at the flowers? Have you ever seen how I care for them? I care so much more for you. Like he's wanting us to slow down and he's wanting us to look and observe our problem is that for many of us and for me included, we never slow down because slowing down for many of us feels antithetical to the, the, the way and the process in which we live our lives, the busyness in which our, we live our lives. Many of you, you can't slow down because when you slow down, you feel lazy or you feel like you're missing out on something. This passage is like slow down and see the Lord. I, I have this quote on my screensaver from Eugene Peterson, and it says this, busyness is an illness of the spirit. Busyness is an illness of the spirit. And it's on there to remind me, slow down, look to the Lord. I love that quote. I think it's true. Don't you like it? That busyness is an illness of of the spirit. We are running so fast that we can't see and therefore we miss all that God has for us in the day. He's all around us and he has so much for us, but because we're moving so fast, we're not looking to the Lord. We miss because all, when we slow down, we look at all creation. Creation is pointing us to its creator, showing us that slow down. Look around. And then he has the second thing. He says this, I will wait. He talks about, I will wait for the Lord of my salvation. I, I love that. But he talks about waiting. And if you're like me, I hate waiting. Are you with me? Like, I, I hate it. Right? There is this thing inside of me that feels useless in waiting. Have you ever had that moment where you're like at a red light Right. And, and where your heart rate goes up. Right. And you're like looking around. You're looking at your watch. It seems like every other light is going way faster. And the one that you're standing, it just seems to be standing still. And you're like, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. 
this is the stupidest thing ever. Or you're in traffic and you're stuck there and you're like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And it's so frustrating. You know what I've come to understand? <laughs> for me personally, and maybe you'll, feel, you'll identify with this. If we struggle to wait for a stoplight, how much more difficult of a time are we going to have waiting on the Lord? Again, there's so many scripture verses about waiting and the Bible is very clear. And maybe you hope, maybe you don't know this, but you should know this. God is not in a hurry. He's just not in a hurry. I mean, it's mind blowing to me to see that Jesus waited 30, 30 years before he starts his ministry, 30 years like, are you kidding? Do you know how many more people you could have? He's not in a hurry. And the Bible is very clear about that. So why are we always trying to hurry him up? My guess is because we want something from him more than we want him. And so we're just in a hurry go, 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 go. And he's like, I'm more interested in your transformation. I'm more interested in you slowing down and seeing the salvation work that I'm, I've done in your life. This is what Micah's saying. Oh my gosh, he's the God of my salvation. Like he's far more interested in that for you. And then he kind of wraps it up by, by saying this, God will hear. Think about how how much we desire for people in our lives to just hear us. What he's saying here is like this. God knows. God is listening. And if he already knows everything and already has prepared the future, we are what's standing in the way of real freedom. This passage is not just a perspective on life. It's about purpose and promise. He is our salvation. He is all around us, moving and displaying his glory, and he hears us. And when we slow down and believe and live life this way, we will find what the Bible talks about, shalom. And shalom means peace, no matter what's going on. Because it will be more about God and less about us. You know, our senses were created to help us connect with our creator. So let's engage those senses. So the question is this, when is the last time you have slowed down to recognize all that God is doing? When is the last time you slowed down and said, oh my gosh, I'm so distracted in this life. And what I find in this passage is he's very focused and he's focused and he's slowing down to really see all that God is doing. Father God, we love you. Thank you for being patient with us in the midst of us learning how to slow down and be present with you. Continue to reveal your way for your glory in our lives. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.